Ladies and gentlemen, as always, welcome back to the BB Show. I'm your host, Beebs, here with my longtime co-host, Chen. And we're once again graced by the presence here on NBA Tuesday of Mr. Luke Dearlam. Luke, welcome back. How's it going? How's it going? It's going good. Going good. All right. You know, a little quieter week in the NBA, uh, you know, around the league news. A little quieter than last week, but a couple injuries to talk about. But I think one of the highlights, Booker's 58-point game. You guys, you know, Christian, what, what's your initial reactions? I know we, we've had our fair share of Booker slander on this podcast. Uh, yeah. And look, it's what he does i'm not really i've never questioned his scoring ability um it's just what he does for the suns is keeps them good in the regular season like he's a good regular season player his numbers have never been bad really in the regular season i, I don't know man i mean it's like when clay drops 60 like if he did it again this season like it, it's really cool um i believe yeah it's a great storyline he obviously a great night but like it doesn't really change my opinion of his, as a player, if that makes sense. I'm not trying to like completely undermine it and be like a hater, but it's like, yeah, like I, I knew he could do this. That's, I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't know if you feel any different. I don't know. I mean, this is the first time I've ever seen Booker. I mean, you know, I, to me, it's significant that it's against the Pelicans. It's obviously not the first time I've seen him score a bunch of points, but uh, in what we consider to be a game of the week, big stage, you know, because of all the hype around, um, he actually showed up, <laughs> yeah. you know, and this is, obviously it's just a regular season game. So I'm not saying this has any indicative or, or vindicates any of the prior actions in the playoffs and legal losses and whatnot. But um, just duly noted, I guess, that this was technically our game of the week, I guess, is did we call it that? I, I can't remember, but yeah. I mean, from a numbers standpoint, like for the records, you could yeah. call it that. Um, but it doesn't. Yeah, Luke, it. what's your 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 thoughts on the whole Devin Booker thing? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I guess you could say it was game of the week just because this whole rivalry has been brewing, and they you know just played last week or whatever, and everyone was hopping on the Pelicans bandwagon. They're thinking that they're gonna come to Phoenix and you know run right through them for the third time. But I think just for the pride of the Suns, this was like pretty big. I mean, granted, Devin Booker was Devin Booker was injured the first two times that they played. Um, but for him to come back and drop 58, I mean, that's pretty impressive. I'm, I'm glad, I mean, I I'm still, I'm still a Suns hater. I'm still riding the Pelicans <laughs> train, but you know, just for solely for the Suns pride and yeah, you know, let, let's say that the Pelicans did end up beating them and Booker played and maybe he didn't have as good of a game. I think there would be a lot of talk about people writing off the Suns just solely because mm. of this Pelicans rivalry, but I think it's good that they got this dub, and obviously it's good for Booker. I, I forget the stat that I saw earlier, but he's got his his like number of 50-point games keeps going closer to closer to Kobe, so he's a very Kobe-esque wow. player. But, yeah, I mean, good for good for D-Book. Um, don't really care about the Suns, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good take on the team, though. I, I will say I, I didn't really look at it from that aspect of how big it was that he did it against the Pelicans. Um, I was more just looking yeah. at the performance in total. And I, I would agree that definitely for the locker room, it's very significant. Um, and yeah, losing three to that team would not be good for morale. Uh, but you mentioned injuries. 
And that's that's the next thing I want to touch on because Anthony Davis optimistically will come back in a month. Who would have saw <laughs> oh, that man. coming? Who would have saw yeah. an Anthony Davis injury coming? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Can't say we haven't seen this story before. Um and then Steph Curry actually I believe is dealing with a shoulder issue. And that should sideline him for quite a bit as well. Um, so I will pose a question to the panel. Uh, what's more impactful? Like which injury? And when I say that, I'm not saying who's the better player because we all know it's Steph Curry. I'm saying in terms of given like their team situation, you know, you know, rest of the schedule against the NBA, whatever your case, who is the more impactful injury right now? this season i think it comes down to our differing opinions on the lakers you know in my opinion they it really doesn't matter that anthony davis got hurt because they weren't going to accomplish anything but um I, I would lean towards you know that team runs through anthony davis so um but you could say the same about steph so i'm i'm really close to 50 50 but i'm leaning towards steph just because the warriors have a higher ceiling in my book uh, and they're already struggling, but they could come out the other side of this. You know, Jordan Poole steps up. Um, some of these bench younger guys start to have to take on a bigger role, and it ends up helping their, you know, rotations come the new year. But yeah, I, I could see the case for Anthony Davis here too. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. It is. I think it's really close. And as for Steph Curry's case, he's. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out, but I did just see Jordan Poole had a big game. I, I feel like. You know, that that's good for yeah, his 43. development. Yeah, I mean, that's really good, especially while Steph Curry's out. I mean, Jordan Poole's getting a lot more looks, but I mean, I don't know. I When you look at teams like the Lakers, you, you have LeBron and AD. If you're missing one of those components, like sometimes I just watch the Lakers. I mean, if I'm being honest, half the time I watch the Lakers, AD's injured. So <laughs> I've seen a lot. I've oh, seen it's a lot more than both. half, man. Yeah, pro- probably at this point more than half. But I just look at the Lakers sometimes, even with LeBron, and sometimes they'll be rolling, but I find them getting so lost in the middle of some games, and they kind of just – they just can't pull pull anything together. I mean, Pat Bev starts, you know, shooting. He's threes. really bad this and year. Yeah, oh. it's just, it's just, I don't know. Like LeBron, LeBron is LeBron, so he can always get his and he can get assists and all this. And that's so, that is the Lakers. Like that is the Lakers. I mean, without Anthony Davis, he provides so much defense, offense, obviously. And then Steph, I I think the Warriors have a lot of a lot of. I don't know, like more viable options, I, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the Warriors this year are they only win at home. They don't they really don't win on the road. I forget what the what the stat was, but they were at there's some three, point they were three and fourteen right now on the road. Yeah. And, and twelve home, and two at home. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think you could make the case for both of these injuries being severely impactful, but if I if I had to choose, I I'm not really worried about the Warriors losing Steph right now. I think they'll figure it out. They're already even when they had Steph, they were losing on the road. They're winning at home. As for the Lakers, AD AD gone. That's always a big hit. So I'd have I'd probably have to say AD on the Lakers. I think that's yeah. fair. I, I you know and the other side of the suit, I briefly touched on it, but I'm I'm actually genuinely if I'm the Warriors, if I'm Steve Kerr. I might be a little excited about this because 
the, the reason they've been struggling so much this year is these young guys are struggling to take on that, you know, the tr- find the rotations, take those steps forward to fill guys' shoes like Gary Payton, uh, fill guys' shoes, uh, Damian Lee, you know, those role players that left from last year's championship team. And, and now you have an opportunity to get guys more minutes and, and, you know, start to iron out who you can trust come the playoffs. And I mean, eventually they're going to have to make a playoff push if they're going to remain around the 10 seed season, but I don't see that happening. They'll figure it out on the road. Um, you know, they could win half their games and be a top team in the West on the road. That is, but Christian, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I see like why Steph Curry would be so impactful, but it's just Anthony Davis having an MVP season playing at the level he was. And just like the, again, the Lakers direction, this is like my cop-out card. I mean, I said if this team is healthy, that's where I see them doing things. Not having Anthony Davis, like it would be just as bad if they lost LeBron. Um, that's it, They rely just too much on him. It sucks, but they're formed the way the Nets are, and the Nets have actually kind of found their groove lately. But ah, it, it's, it stinks because I know the Lakers are going to be so bad. Like, they're probably in this next month going to win two or three games. They're going to be in the bottom five, you know, probably standing-wise. And then by the time AD's back, they're going to fight for the play-in. And they might get it. They may not. Um, It's just very unfortunate. But a lot of teams have been coming back to earth in terms of, like, the uh, Trailblazers are back in the play-in. The Timberwolves do not look good without Towns. Um who else was Jazz are falling? They're like almost back won, to five hundred. Won three straight. Yeah, but they're not in a good spot standing wise. I, they really haven't been all year. They're sitting yeah, at the eight seed. They've been ten to six the whole year. Right. Like I just, I think the Lakers will have a shot to definitely get to ten. It's just, that's that's a major that. blow. And what like the Jordan Poole, he actually you can look it up is way better career-wise as a starter like he just gets in more of a groove when the offense is kind of centered around him he's better um so i'm actually kind of excited to see what this team looks like i'm not gonna say they're gonna be better but i think people are gonna be a little surprised at how well they play i think it'll probably shock some people um i wouldn't be surprised if they actually are he's good man yeah he he just he gets better every single year so i'm excited to see his development and yeah, that's all I got to say. And I think AD is definitely more impactful, but like this, when you see both these guys out for extended period of time, um, definitely shakes up, you know, the landscape of the NBA. Obviously, I think now Anthony Davis's MVP chances are kind of out the window, uh, but it is what it is, man. Shocker. You know, Shock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even want to bring that up, but we were talking. I, I don't know if it was the first time I was on here or the last time, but – I don't know. There was a lot of Anthony Davis for MVP, and it's just – I don't know where that was coming from because it wasn't me. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> he was I know on the ladder, man. He was, out, he was oh, like and, top and five still, on the ladder. He's still – I actually – I just brought up the basketball reference. He's number seven right now, but – he, I'm, I am no, you know, I'm not saying that he is not an MVP caliber player, but when you have a guy who's made out of paper and glass, you, you're, that's just not, that's not how the league works. Like, I, I honestly, if they have, if Jokic has his season, 
a great season, and then Anthony Davis plays good as well. I re- I would see the NBA giving Jokic a third MVP over Anthony Davis if Anthony Davis was injured, just because you you have to be able to play, man. Like I that's that's my only knock on Anthony Davis. He's so good. I love watching him play. He impresses me sometimes. I sleep on him, and he always impresses me. But like I said, man, I mean he can. Take it. He. I, I saw a video where he he jumped up and sprained his ankle mid air. He didn't even land on it. He sprained it mid air. I didn't even know that was possible. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I I, yeah, I like I'll AD, stay. But... I'll, I'll keep sleeping on AD, man. No hate. It's just you're right. He's never available, and he has the nickname Anthony Day to Day Davis for a reason. <laughs> Like it, yeah. like it, it's it's really tragic because yeah, I mean he is a great player, but he's healthy, but yeah. he's never healthy, so we don't ever I see. Don't that. understand how he's out so long. Isn't it kind of sus? And this might be a conspiracy. Sounds like are you about I, to I say he doesn't to... want to play with LeBron anymore? So he just no. I think he doesn't it's... want to play till the playoffs. That's what I would think yeah, because maybe. But it's like this dude is hurt every single year. We all can agree on that. And for some reason, he's still playing at MVP level. So it's not like he's getting severe injuries. It's almost like he's, I don't want to say milking him because that sounds harsh. But like in the same note, like could he have come back earlier last year at a certain point, maybe in previous seasons? I mean, why would he? He knows they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. Like, Why would you want to? You know you're gonna go get hurt. Like, why are you rushing back? And maybe, but I, I just ah, uh, it, it just really sucks to see that man. Now, just yeah. my thought they were turning things around. They finally moved Russ to the bench. Trade deadline's coming up, so I figured they would add somebody. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they do it. In toilet the now. Yeah, the they board. were the Lakers were They're on screwed. such a good look. Yeah, they they were looking up. I'm not gonna lie, we. I think me and Caleb were sleeping heavily on the Lakers at first and, and, you know, rightfully so they were, they were kind of brutal, but Anthony Davis turned on the burners, every rush moved to the bench. Like you said, like everything was looking good. It almost looked too good. And then what do you know? Yeah. All reliable (laughs) Anthony Davis, you know, may I'm convinced he's made out of paper and glass. I swear, but glass bones and paper. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) Oh man. Wakes up every morning, breaks his arm. Shatters man. Oh man, yeah, it's it. This guy is just SpongeBob reference for oh, those yeah. out there. Go look it up. Oh, um, but ah, <laughs> oh, geez, that it just it is what it is, you know. Can't say I'm shocked, you don't see any surprise in my tone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can just move on, man. He's yeah, right, so okay, time. So, Christian, I think you would have said that you're before this injury. I guess I would have classified them as a sleeper team, but you wouldn't have. Would have been the Lakers. But um, <laughs> do you have another addition? You know, a sleeper team maybe came out to a slower start, but you you still are pretty confident in East or West. Yeah. So where did you put the Nets again? Where did I put the Nets? I'm gonna have to. I uh, I think I, I believe... put them at four or five. Perhaps. I felt like it was lower. And maybe I can I mean this is a bit of a cop out because how bad they were in the standings initially. Um but okay. Uh, let's and maybe I should just clarify. We're thinking of like sluggish start. 
could rebound. I, I think I'll actually switch to the Mavericks because because in my opinion, the Nets like they are they already kind of are back. Um, I, I don't really know if I consider them a sleeper team anymore. If that makes sense, like I think we actually kind of agree that they're going to be the three or four seed. Um, nothing's wrong. Like they're where they need to be. The Mavericks are currently at ten in the standings, maybe even lower after last night. Um, so that for me, I, I think there's no way they don't get out of the play-in. Like I think they should probably be hovering around four or five by season's end. I, I do think a trade is coming. Who it's going to be? I have no idea. I hope they swing for the fences and get like Zach Levine or some just major piece to alleviate the strain that's on Luca because his usage rate is just ridiculous, man. Like, yeah, if somebody else needs to get the ball other than just for a catch and shoot. Like, I love Reggie Bullock, but when he's playing heavy minutes, they need another option. Um, and yeah, that that's really just uh, my takeaway and my sleeper team that. They should rebound. I don't think they're going to stay this bad. I think that's fair. Um, for the record, I checked the receipts. I had the Nets at six. You had them at three. But if I do recall, yeah, I, I kind of said not like, much of a sleeper as I'm thinking about yeah. it. It's like, ah. yeah, um, we knew they were going to be good eventually. I've got I've got one to throw out there, and maybe I'm going to be way off on this, but because they've had some <laughs> locker room turmoil. And I don't if it's oh. either going to go one way or the other, but I, I'm a little, the Hawks are sitting at the eight seed. And I just, you know, with the addition of DeJounte Murray, they've looked really good at times and then really poor at others, if that makes sense. And the Trey Young yeah. drama and whatnot, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still pretty bought in on them. I, I think that they could be, you know, they, they could win a series or two. Uh, depending on who they get matched up against, right? Like, I, you know, I could see them knocking somebody off, you know, some of these teams above them, like the Sixers, Knicks, or Heat, uh, even maybe the Nets if they catch them, you know, at the wrong time, right? So uh, I, I, I'll that's throw fair. them out there as a sleeper team. I don't have much, like, analytics or stats to back it up, but that's just kind of – I just feel like they're playing down – they're playing worse than their roster shows right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and Trey Young's missed a good amount of games. Yeah, I know, but uh, that's from what I've noticed. Like they should definitely be better than where they're at. I don't think they. They're starting to slip under the radar. I just want people to know, like this is still a top team or still a playoff team in the East, at least. Yeah, I I like what the Hawks are doing as well. Like I, I remember when the Bucks won their championship, they made it to they made it far that season. Their roster was a little different, but I was surprised that they had even made it that far. And I feel like the the Hawks, especially with the uh, Dejounte Murray now, like I feel like at times you were kind of saying they're up and down. I feel like they play to their competition, and I Mm. feel like when it comes to it, like. Before I say this, like I, I think that the Hawks are definitely going to sneak in and, and definitely make make the playoffs for sure. Um, I could see them maybe, you know, second round exit, something like that. But I could also see them, you know, Trey Young is going through a heater, man. Uh, Trey Young, he, he's basically like Steph Curry, but... I don't know. I, I like the Hawks. I like the Hawks. I think they're a. I think they're a good sleeper team. I think they're right where they should be right now, especially with everything like the turmoil and Trey Young's injury. And I don't know. I think they're good. But I'll uh, segment into my sleeper team, which. Yeah. Oh really? man, 
I was going back and forth. I was I was in between about three teams. I was like, oh, maybe I back up my boy, my boy Anthony Edwards in Minnesota, coming off a three game. Oh boy, just beat just beat Luca and the Mavericks. But no, I think uh, I think I'm gonna rep my team. I think I don't know if you could call this a sleeper team, but oh man, man. The 76ers, man, oh, man. slotted at the oh, five seed I... in the East. And, you know, I look at these standings. Last time I looked at them, they were a three seed. And, you know, things were looking a lot more up than they were right now. But won five straight. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> the last you, can't time get, I checked... you can't say things were looking up more last time I looked at them. Well, a five granted, game granted, the last time I checked was a, like probably over a month ago. So. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> that's the man, only reason, <laughs> but you know, that's why I ultimately had to pick the 76ers is because of this five game streak. And this is all I got to say. This might be a bold statement, but I, I'm oh, all no. I'm, oh, the inner man. James Harden in me needs to say this. This is, this is how I view it. Okay. The West, I'm not scared of anyone in the West. If I'm the 76ers, there might be a team or two, but Nah, just just I'm I'm not I'm not bought into the West as a conference. That that is my what? statement. Secondly, <laughs> what Bucks, does that even mean? The Bucks, I I'm not whoever makes it to the finals out of the West. I don't see them win the finals. The East is way too stacked. Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, and that leads me to hmm. my next point: is the 76ers are playing very well right now and beat is having a sleeper MVP year, even though he's not on the top 10 list, but Hey, that's another discussion. But <laughs> the way I view it as is if we can hop over the bucks and the Celtics, like we will make it out of the East, obviously, but teams like the nets and the Cavs, they're such a toss up. Like I, I I'm not fully bought into the Cavs. The nets have, if you have someone like Haiti, you know, you know, you, the sky is the limit always, but yeah. The Celtics, that's another team where I feel like we match up decently well with them, but they have so much firepower. So I would say my main concern is the Celtics. The Bucks are obviously they have Giannis, they're good, but I don't know, man. If if things fall into place just like how just like how I need them. I mean, I know that's kind of it sounds dumb to say, but I think those are the two teams. We get over the Bucks and the Celtics. I'm not worried about anyone. I don't else. know. That's that's all I gotta say. You're not going to get a lot of um, opposition from me on this because I'm pretty sure I slotted and Embiid as my MVP pick at the start of the year and the Sixers at like a two seed. So I, I don't know. I I have a hard time classifying them as a sleeper team, but I, I agree with everything else you said. If they if they can find a way to miraculously get through Boston or Milwaukee, uh, I think they match up fine against anybody in the West. I don't think that they guaranteed to beat every team that could potentially no, come out okay. of the West. They're not guaranteed to beat, but just I I don't know, man. I'm just the West this year, I just they have some great teams and it's just I don't know. I just I look at both conferences and I'm I I I see the Celtics as who I think is gonna win the championship this year. But I don't know, man. I just I don't know. That that I, I keep going in circles here, but I just I'm not bought in on the West, man. The East is so loaded this year, like I don't know. Hmm. No, I don't disagree. The East is definitely, in my opinion, a stronger conference this year, especially if the Warriors are going to hang around 500 all year and nobody likes the Suns. So, <laughs> you yeah. Know. yeah, that's accurate. But, yeah, I, I, 
I don't disagree. I, I'm going in circles too. I mean, I think the Sixers are true contenders out of the East. I don't have any debate. I don't know if I'd yeah. call them a sleeper team though. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd call them a sleeper team, but I, I mean, they're a fifth seed right now, and they have the same record as the Knicks. So if the Knicks are considered a sleeper team, then I guess you got to call the <laughs> 76ers one too. But anyway, we can move on. We can pivot. We can pivot <laughs> off that. We. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's. Do we want to go who he played for a little bit, or do we want to do some better or worse? Let's go better or worse. We right. end with uh, right. who he played for segment. So, um, all right. So, <clears throat> the two guys we got today are, are Butler, Jimmy Butler, and Nikola Jokic. Um, we'll each bring a guy or two um, for a discussion, like we did last week. I liked the way that worked. So, kicking off with yeah. Jimmy Butler, I got I got a decent comparison all time, better or worse than Jimmy Butler. Um, Tracy McGrady. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is. Uh, well, I, I'll take the floor. I'll take the floor first. If you, I, I don't know how much thinking we got to do here, but I think right I'm off thinking. rip, when you, when you think about that, you think of T Mac, the six, eight, basically shooting guard who could do it all. Obviously, injuries plagued his whole career, and stat-wise, I would have to bring that up to see what their efficiencies were like and and the shooting percentages as well. But I think, I mean, I'm rocking the Raptors shirt right now. I don't. Our viewers on other plat besides YouTube, you can't see this, but <laughs> I'd have to go Tracy McGrady solely because I I think offensively he's definitely got the edge. I think he was a solid defender, maybe not as well as Jimmy Butler. But I think I'd have to go Trace him Grady. But I will give Butler the edge as in when the playoffs come around, especially defensively, Butler's the guy who makes those little plays that win games. Like he's getting those little steals, blocks, all that stuff. And I feel like T-Mac, we really didn't see that. We didn't see that too much defensively, at least. But I think overall, I have to go T-Mac. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, and oh, man, I can't really agree with that take just because yes. i love tracy mcgrady as well man i like i love uh, oh, the you know with the rockets the crazy you know was 13 points in 33 seconds like oh yeah something just in cr- the magic even his years there was slept on but it, you you're almost undermining jimmy butler in the playoffs man like Oh, he I had I'm the success that I am. I'm like, admitting he had the success sure. that Tracy McGrady could never get, even with a guy like Yao Ming and you know running mates in Orlando. I, I again, the talent is there, but I, I would say like defensively, Jimmy Butler puts him kind of close to that level. And then when I look at the playoff, the success, the longevity in his career is success. Um, all time, I'm gonna have to take Jimmy Butler, and it doesn't even make me feel good to say it because I, I love watching it, it, Tracy McGrady is more fun to watch, he's way more fun as a scorer, he's gonna give you more points. But Jimmy Butler can still score, he's not as flashy, but he still, you know, is up there in terms of like leading his team in points per game, and we know what he brings defensively, so. I'm going to have to roll Jimmy Butler. It stinks to say it, but, and it's always the what if. If Tracy McGrady was healthy, I obviously could see myself saying differently. I think longevity probably would have more success as he gets older as a player. That's how Jimmy Butler's been. You know, it took him a while to finally get to 
peak Jimmy. Uh, but yeah, that's my take yeah. on the whole situation. That's, that's a fair take. I mean, I, I think I'm biased because I Tracy McGrady's always been one of my favorite players. And that what if factor, like I know I shouldn't count, you know, account for this in better or worse all the time, but I, I'm I'm admitting well, I'm biased. So yeah, I'm I'm admitting my bias here, but yeah, it, it is it's very hard to say because Tracy McGrady is I don't I don't even I don't know if you could say he's not as proven as Jimmy Butler has proven himself because playoff Jimmy, I mean, he's like a I, I remember I forget what year, but got he was to playing a finals. Like a, yeah, he was playing like a top three player in the league. He was the whole team. So I don't know. I mean, I'll let my bias, my bias, whatever you want to call it, take take advantage. But yeah, that's a fair take, though. I see. I can respect points. that. Yeah, you're you're just like yeah, no, I'm a little biased. I respect <laughs> that. All right, I, I might have to bring the hammer down on this one a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> look, geez. look, we talk about playoff Jimmy Butler. I, 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 it's weird how narratives start. It's absolutely. I definitely think he definitely elevates his game in the playoffs. Um, but T Mac, he was that guy, man, averaging thirty point over thirty points with the Magic and whatnot. Um, and and I know I'm making the case for T Mac a little bit right now, but uh, he never won a playoff series. He didn't win a single playoff okay. series. I, I've probably heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> he he yeah. didn't win a playoff <laughs> series in his entire career. And Jimmy yeah. Butler has willed the likes of Kyle Lowry into the east finals like three years running now like kyle heat kyle lowry has been terrible and you know rookie tyler hero bam out bio okay actually he's pretty good player but uh you get my point like I, he's done he's, did, he's done exactly what t-mac never could do and for that reason i i have to i have to give the edge to jimmy butler um but if we're playing a pickup game i'm taking t-mac that's exactly, and that's honestly, I was gonna say that earlier, but like I, the way I envision it is, at least for this this specific comparison, you know, I I forget what like the the NBA cartoon like all time one v one thing was, but I just mm-hmm. envisioned both of them playing one v one. Dude, T Max gonna tear him up. I don't care about defense, bro. But anyway, that's not the point. My what if factor oh, still man. stands. Jimmy Butler, I think, is. I mean, T Max never won a playoff series, like you said, but. And look, I'm 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 pretty unbiased because I actually, outside of his years with Chicago, I have a pretty big beef with Jimmy Butler because mainly because he's cost me multiple parlays over the years because he just <laughs> he just goes out there and does cardio sometimes for no reason. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's it's it, it's he's so annoying. But in the playoffs, man, this guy he clearly elevates. So yeah, for sure. Um. All right, uh, Christian, who you got comparison for Jimmy? Oh man, I had a name, but even just this McGrady comparison, it's it's way too high of a name. So I'm gonna go a notch lower. And this is gonna be interesting because we we did factor in health and whatnot. Uh, better or worse than Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that is spicy. I'm oh, glad you guys man. can take it away. I'm glad. I, I think I think I I think I got it, Caleb. You can go first, but I, no, go ahead because I, okay. I got a I got a way of process. I'm trying to I'm trying to make the case for somebody. In my okay, head. okay. Mm. Well, I'm I'm gonna before I say anything, Caleb. I know you watched Jimmy High Roller. I don't know if you've seen the new Pyramid, <laughs> but I did yeah. see the new Pyramid, but I hey, forget yeah. what he did with this. 
this. So go ahead. Okay. So for the viewers to, to know what we're talking about. So this YouTuber, you know, Jimmy high roller, very good, like very good statistical, like person when it comes to NBA stuff, but he has this uh, top 30 players of all time. And I think the last time he made one was a couple years ago. He just now recently did it. And I'm not saying my opinion is strict, you know, whatever this guy says is my opinion, but I did like kind of the players that he put in there. And he actually put Kawhi in his top 30 players of all time, which when you account injuries and stuff like that, I, I don't know that. I think that's hard to say top 50, I think is very fair to say, considering the fact that when he was uh, when he won his championship with the Raptors like not only that shot over Embiid which I don't want to talk about but he single-handedly like took the Raptors and got him a championship just out of the blue so I don't know I I think that I would take Kawhi Leonard over Butler because I feel like Kawhi is also one of those guys when he's healthy at least is he'll turn on the burners in the playoffs as well and yeah simple as that I I think Kawhi is a better defender on ball defender at least and scoring i i don't know i'll I'll let you take the floor but i think this is they're they're very similar players but i i'd have to give Kawhi the edge for sure yeah i've sat here this whole time i'm I'm really trying to make a case for jimmy butler because i really don't like Kawhi leonard he's everything (laughs) i'm growing to dislike about the league uh when it comes to load management and just you know (laughs) egos and doing whatever you want and and players, you know, players, I'm definitely a believer in player empowerment, but there comes a line where it's like, dude, you have to actually play basketball. Um, And this guy is milking an injury from like two years ago at this point, just says his knee sore because he doesn't want to play until the playoffs. But with all that being said, Jimmy's best calling card is his defense. And I think that Kawhi is a better defender. And on top of that, Kawhi Leonard has two finals MVPs and two championships and beat the two most recent dynasties. I won't say single-handedly in San Antonio, but definitely in Toronto. And I know the Warriors were down, you know, multiple players as well, but Jimmy Butler's never done anything remotely like that. If Jimmy had won in the bubble and and had single-handedly won that series against the Lakers, yeah, I think I could make the case because that would have been on the same playing field as what Kawhi was able to accomplish in Toronto. But, uh, hmm. I, I think at their peaks, you know, and that's what we always say, what Christian always says when we do this, you know, at his peak, right? At his peak. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's got to be Kawhi. He's a better defender and, he, and he's accomplished more. I mean, look, Jimmy's never been the best player in the world. And we've had that conversation about Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Valid. I I like you brought up the, if Jimmy won in 2020, we can make a case. Because let me, let me just, let me propose this question. Which is more, uh, well, likely to happen, if you will. The Lakers half their team going down or Anthony Davis not being healthy. Which is more likely? I think that's an obvious question. I think it is pretty obvious. So, are we really going to be like, yeah, I mean, Kawhi got it. But we are literally Anthony being Anthony Day-to-Day Davis away from Jimmy Butler having a ring as well. And if KD is there, Clay Thompson is there, ah, that's my case. Now, I'm not going to be like, yeah, Jimmy Butler's better because of that. And I would actually agree at their peak. I mean, efficiency offensively, Kawhi is definitely way better. 
Um, you, you could bring up the longevity in terms of injury history is part of an argument for Jimmy, but I think it's an interesting hypothetical. I think people oh, would yeah. view Jimmy Butler a lot differently if he got that ring and vice versa if Kawhi didn't get his. Well, here's another hypothetical. If Jimmy Butler hits that shot last year against the Celtics, how does this conversation go? Oh, man. Really would have changed things. I don't think they beat the Warriors, but I think it adds to his resume. Like, and would the fact he's the main guy, the Spurs thing, you got to give him a lot of credit for, for being the finals MVP, but he had so much help around him and he was not the number one guy offensively on the Spurs. Yeah. Um, So I think it becomes an argument, but ultimately I think Jimmy Butler to make a case for me, I think he would need to probably win a championship and then maybe make another appearance to kind of like match yeah. his, you know, Kawhi's legacy. Um, and, and honestly, just be more offensively efficient as a player. Like we brought up, it, it's not a joke. Sometimes he just does cardio out there. Like he has. I, I don't nice think it's that... efficiency that the issue is. It's more consistency for me. Right. And, like, and, so Which just, will reflect in the shooting numbers. Yes, like, yeah. like he, he doesn't shoot, you know, 50-something percent when Kawhi is capable of doing that for long stretches. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I think that's just what kind of separates him is Kawhi is yeah. just way better offensively and a tad bit better defensively. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that if if Butler somehow took any of these Heat teams he's been on to the finals and won, He's 100% winning the finals MVP because he's more than half no that team. Yeah. But that being said, Kawhi's got – he got Kawhi them, did the it. finals MVP <laughs> on that yeah. loaded Spurs team, and then he went and got it by himself in Toronto. Brought the only championship to Canada ever. So, right? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I think Jimmy Butler still got he, – he to make a case for me at least, he'd have to – win win a lot more and and i i think winning be that being said he's gonna get his finals mvp uh, you know assuming he's on these heat teams that i mean right as of right now if the heat win the yeah. finals geez that would be a long shot yeah. but he's running out of time too unfortunately yeah i believe he's so. like 34 he's getting uh he's getting not old. Young. i don't know it's, yeah. it's not looking good i think i think best case scenario you know, the Heat bring in someone crazy, they they good chemistry, kick it off and go, or he gets traded to somewhere else. But Zach Levine. Yeah, yeah. But that anyway, that does I'll, not fit the Heat. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> at all. It would be entertaining. Yeah. yeah you sure. you just say that about anywhere Zach Levine could potentially go. Yeah, because he's rotting in Chicago. I want to see him anywhere I, else. I'm, I, as a Bulls fan, I want to <laughs> let's blow it up, man. We have this. Yeah, game. I think yeah, blow it up for sure. But the Rose in the L.A. and Zach <laughs> okay, Levine okay, okay. in the match. Yeah, talk, right. Talking about Zach Levine, the Bulls. Um, for my better or worse, I was gonna go with a fellow Bulls player. So Jimmy Butler, better or worse, Demar Derozan. God, oh, I knew that was. Oh. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I actually, I think I have a quick answer. Go ahead. Very quick one. We just were able to compare. I mean, we, we all agreed that Kawhi was better as a consensus, but you can sort of make a case if you really want to die on that, you know, Jimmy Butler Hill. Uh, DeMar DeRozan had all the years in Toronto and it was part of the reason that they just never could get it done. He's definitely a player. When we talk about elevating the playoffs, he does the opposite. Um, 
that's really all I got to say. And to Jimmy Butler's credit, it's not great, but at least he can shoot the three at times. Feels a little bit better. We no, probably even hold him no. in higher regard. It's better than DeMar DeRozan's three, that's for sure. Is it? And like, yeah, it's statistically. Jimmy it is. Butler is. Uh, DeMar, can, DeMar can Jimmy barely Butler, attempt them. Jim, Jimmy Butler is Especially a 32% three point shooter. And playoffs, uh, though. DeMar is a 29% career three point shooter. Okay, well, Jimmy Butler's still better, but then playoffs is probably even worse. Like, I'm saying DeMar probably is like under 25%. And Jimmy might like. Probably be average. Make close Jimmy to is 34 in the playoffs. Okay, that was yeah, a little high for me. <laughs> DeMar, <laughs> it's better. DeMar, <laughs> hey, 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 DeMar is 21. Oh, boy. So you do so, have a point there. Yeah, it's it's been kind of ugly, really ugly for some stretches and even for a whole series uh, for DeMar DeRozan. And when, you know, when Kyle Lowry is your running mate, a uh, very overrated point guard in my opinion, even in his peak years. Oh, yeah. It's not not ideal. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Jimmy Butler has just been more successful in his career. Regular season, playoffs, he's definitely a better defender. Um, you can make a case that DeMar's better offensively, maybe. Like, uh, like his I think years, you can but... absolutely make the case that Jimmy Butler, or DeMar is better offensively. Uh, you can make the case, but it, when I think of like playoffs, that's where it gets dicey. Um, I, I'm just gonna take Jimmy Butler though, like pretty, pretty sold on it. Yeah. So all right, I, I, I'm gonna take Jimmy Butler. I'm just gonna say that beforehand. But I do yeah. want to say that Jimmy Butler has never been capable of averaging 28 points like Demar Derozan did last year. Nowhere even remotely close has Jimmy Butler's uh, offensive output. If you want me to pull up the numbers, Jimmy's best yeah, points per yeah. game ever in 2016 with the Bulls was 24. Okay. And that he hasn't had more of the heat? No, he's never gone over oh. 22. Because even then, like having 24, 2016 with the Bulls in 28 last year with the Bulls, like six years time, we talk about pacing and whatnot. I there don't is think that's no, like, no. I don't think four you points. You make is that argument from better. decade to decade, not not six years. Six ago. years and four points, like that's not to me a huge selling point. Like you'd be like, yeah, Demar. Well, I'm still taking better I just offensively. Wanted, I'm just saying, Demar. Well, career not like not like six crazy. Years, you want to know what Demar averaged in 2016? 27 points. Yes. So he still averaged four more points than Jimmy Butler back then. So yeah, it's just not I, I'm just making the case that Demar has better. He's a better offense. It's not like player. Jimmy's averaging 16. I mean, he's right there. Okay, all I'm saying That's is Demar's better offensively. <laughs> like, I, there's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just not far and away. Like, I uh, Jimmy Butler is he's close, and especially in the playoffs, he's better. No, Jimmy Butler. So I think that levels out, and Demar does not. Um, but I, for that reason, I have to take Jimmy Butler because. Big games matter, and Demar does not have a very good track record. Yeah, I, I think after this discussion, like when I when I look at these like star NBA players, like I, I'll be honest, this year Butler's kind of I haven't been paying much attention just because of what's going on in Miami, aka nothing. So <laughs> I don't know. I I kind of I tend to like rank players like S tier, A, B, C, and the list goes on. But I I before we had this discussion, I I feel like I almost had Jimmy Butler and DeRozan kind of at that same tier, maybe like a B somewhere around that tier 
but I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I can't just hate on DeRozan here because he's still putting up decently offensive numbers. Jimmy Butler's doing what he can for the Heat, but I don't know. Like, I, a part of me wants to p- give Jimmy Butler that edge and kind of, you know, put him B plus while DeRozan's B, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm, and this is just talking just currently right now, all the time. I mean, I'm, I would also take Jimmy Butler, but okay. okay. Just as of today, like, I don't know, like, would you guys say that they're kind of in that same tier of star? Cause they're not, you know, they're not Luca or Jason Tatum players like that, but they're still I, the, like stars of their team. I, would agree. I could see that today. Yeah, definitely. I think today. DeMar in the last two years has actually probably had the best last year. It was by far the best year of his career. So, yeah, right. you know, I think he's taking a step back this year, but uh, I, I still think that he's in that. Same B tier, whatever. Yeah. You know, okay. That, that's as, as Jimmy Yeah. Yeah. So sure. we can we can move on. Um, the next guy we want to we want to have some discussion about is back to back MVP Nikola Jokic, and where he yeah. falls on the all time ladder. So I, I'm gonna kick <laughs> it off. I'm gonna kick it off. I got I got a I think I got a really good name here, and I'm interested to see where you guys go with this. But better or worse, all time than Nikola Jokic, Pau Gasol. Wow. Oh, Saul never won an MVP, let alone two. <laughs> Jokic never won a championship, let alone yeah. two. Yeah, but was <laughs> Paul that main guy? Yeah, I, I yeah. he's he, you can't tell me that. Like, Paul's not even close offensively, man. Can't facilitate that well, can't score that well. Yeah, like he's bigger. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Like as a player, I, I just love what Nikola Jokic brings so much more. I, I, man, you give Jokic Kobe, that's a dynasty. Like yeah. I, that that's my Dangerous. that's really my rebuttal. I, I don't I I love Pog Salt too. I'm not trying to hate on him, man. I mean, one of the best players that ever come out of Spain, but he's a second option. He's no uh main guy top of the MVP ladder type of guy like Jokic all right Luke you concur yeah I I think this is my case I think you look at Pau Gasol he's got two rings um you know whether he hopped in Kobe's backpack or not you know that I think that's common knowledge as well but Jokic I think we can all agree that as an all-around player defensively I I mean maybe you could make the case Pau Gasol is better I I don't really buy into Jokic as a good defender but everything else, I think it's clear that Jokic is far and away better than Pau Gasol. But and, and Jokic has he he just had a career high triple double or career high in rebounds twenty seven uh twenty seven rebounds triple double against the Hornets. yeah like forty three points it was a monster yeah stat I line. mean Pau Gasol's not doing that I mean I <laughs> yeah he's got two rings but like. Maybe if Jokic had one MVP, you could make that argument. But two MVPs, that that is so – unless you are that guy in the NBA, that is so hard to do. And I, I think this is this is just a clear answer. I, I'd have to go with Jokic for sure. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to make this a lot harder. That's for sure. Well, I just miscalculated your guys' opinion. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not like a Jokic. dig, man. I'm sorry. I, I just think this is, like, going to be a very interesting discussion. And it, no, I, I think Paul Gasol, like in theory, is a good, like probably before last season, that, that's a discussion. 
Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, I this was more just I was being like, oh yeah, what a terrible. No, that was a good debate. Um, <laughs> I, I'm more of this is gonna probably take you guys a minute to think. So just oh, I'll give it to you. Better or worse than Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, oh worse. My. Oh man. But this is not. Wow! Even, right away, even, dude. You're talking about a thirty thousand point scorer. Like you know, it's. Like <laughs> Jokic is gonna get there. That, that's that's I'm, your well, but, right No, I'm not saying that. I, I could you could I'll listen and maybe even support the case that Jokic could easily get there and be that guy. But as of right now, I think Dirk is the best, second best power forward maybe ever. <laughs> so you talk about carrying a team. I mean, this guy did it not once but twice. He lost the first time to the Heat, and then he beats the. The big three that nobody thought would ever lose, he beats them as they're mocking him for being sick. He beats them in the finals single-handedly. I mean, his next best play, Jason Kidd was like 55 years old on that team. I swear to God. Like, yeah, they'll uh, sleep on Sean Marion. Matrix. Jason Terry. Brendan Haywood. Jokic could easily get there, and I think it's there, but he's not – we haven't seen it yet. He doesn't have the longevity aspect that Dirk has yet. He doesn't have the championships. I don't know. I don't mm. think did, did Dirk win? I think he won one MVP. I could be wrong. I believe he might have got one as well. Having um, trouble with the year. It might have been really early in his career. I think it was pretty early, but yeah, I, I gotta go Dirk. I mean, to, to say a, a current player who's fairly young is is better all time already than a thirty thousand point NBA champion. Uh, it's probably my second best power forward, unless I'm missing somebody. You know, he's behind Tim Duncan. I could be missing somebody, but a top, a consensus top five power forward of all time. Yeah, no. Giannis would be an interesting conversation. Giannis would be an interesting conversation. Hmm. You know, I I think I, there there was a part of me that wanted to cap a little hard, but. I, I I second everything that Caleb just said. You, can't, <laughs> you cannot you cannot even make that argument right now. If you're a part of the thirty thousand point club, that the you know I maybe I should have just said Dirk right off the bat too. But I okay. do like where okay. I do I do like where Jokic's career is going. But oh man, I, you you can't. I, no, I, dude, can't. Well, I just can't I, say I, that. I now. overshot. I thought. A guy would be closer, and he was way better than. That's a very. Jokic, I think Jokic is way better than Paul. Like, yeah, like I, 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 I was on the other end of the spectrum. I, I thought you guys were gonna be close on that, just because from like the MVP stance, and you know, just I think Jokic is such a unique talent. But yeah, I, I, I think knew getting all, over that 2011 run, and you know, as a career, Dirk was pretty consistent. Um, he was that and guy it's tough to Dallas, be. It's tough or... to be like Jokic is just gonna like be way better than Dirk. Like, I mean, you got to look in at, terms of what he brings about, to a team. It's like when you're talking ah. about ranking somebody all time. You got to look at it like this: if Jokic got hurt in a car accident tomorrow and never played another game, would we say he's a better power forward all time than Dirk Nowitzki? Well, he's not no. power forward, but well, okay, a better I mean, big man. Just, you know, a better player yeah. all the time than Dirk Davidsky. No, I would love to. I mean, I would be shocked if you would say the opposite of what I'm saying, Christian. So, uh, mm. yeah, I, when you look at it, when you're ranking all time, when it comes to younger guys, to me, it, it gets really hard when you start to get into what, you know, that, that GOAT category, the 30,000-point club, the, some of the top players to ever play the game. It gets really hard. It's fun to say what if, but it gets really hard to say, yeah, he's already there. 
So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think when, when it's all said and done for Jokic's career, that depending on, you know, the trajectory of what his career, if he keeps this up, I mean, geez, we could definitely could make that argument, but as of right now, yeah, I, I won't, I will not be disrespecting Dirk, but, um, Anyway, I guess I'll uh I'll pull up my player here. So say I, I mean it'll be more close. I, I overshot for sure. I, I, I overshot. I mean, so yeah, I I think I'm. I don't know. Th- this one's tough because the the accolades. Okay, you know I'm I'm not even gonna say it. I think I have my viewpoint on this guy, but just comparing Jokic to what I did was I looked up like the all time best centers in the you know in NBA history, and I was going down this list and like this guy, man, he. You know, he has a very big knock on him. And once I say, once I say his name, you'll know. So better or worse, Nikola Jokic, Patrick Ewing. Mm. Uh, You're going to say Dwight Howard. And I thought it was going to be a really interesting conversation. (laughs) I'm taking taking Jokic over Howard. I'm taking Jokic over Howard immediately. That was was kind of where I got when I got, when it came to asking about Dwight Howard. That's why I didn't ask him. But yeah, interesting. But interesting. Patrick Ewing, man. Yeah. What's really his not knock? Playoff performance. Never won a championship. Neither is Jokic, but I don't know. Patrick Ewing, he was always that guy who just came up short. And Gosh, I looked dude. at some of his numbers, and Jokic is, I mean, not all time, like career. Well, maybe career wise, because Jokic has had a, a say shorter season career. To season career. I, oh, I, think I actually Jokic think is, I'm taking so. Jokic for sure. Yeah, I don't. I think they might actually get a championship in that day and age if Jokic is there. Like yeah. Ewing was just a garbage Hakeem Olajuwon, David. No, Robinson, no, like... no! <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. You want to talk uh, about getting getting a championship? You think Jokic is going to be the defensive difference in stopping Jordan? Comparative to Patrick Ewing, I think he would be the offensive match. How much? Pick a year. Pick it. Pick a year. Let me read off. <laughs> let me read off Ewing stats. And I'm not even making the case for Ewing. I'm just saying, there's, Jokic would not have made a difference for those Knicks teams, man. Let me just read. A career average twenty points. Didn't average less than that until '98 when he was thirty high thirties. Um, average 20, 28 points a game. In 89, 26, 24, 24, 24. Um, career average. Where's that MVP? 10 rebounds. Well, I'm not saying I'm taking Jokic. I'm not saying I'm taking him over Jokic, but to say that Jokic would automatically be the difference to beat the Bulls, no. That's I'm not a, necessarily and that saying he's, the Bulls. And that I he's think, a poor man's David Robinson. I think one of the team. years the Bulls didn't win, I think Jokic maybe gets it. The like Knicks, that yes, the years. Knicks should have won that. And, and and you know what? Everybody's a poor man's Akeem in my eyes. That guy was, you know, I, there's a yeah, very few that really are good. poor man's Akeem. Yeah. And, you know, that was who ended up winning. So, uh, yeah, that was Ewing's opportunity. But the fact that we have to discuss that one guy has to retire for this guy to win a championship means that I, I'm probably going to take Jokic uh, in, in the discussion. Um, all time, it's tough to put Jokic up there already, but but two MVPs to his legacy. And honestly, I think they're in the championship hunt this year, especially with the Warriors down. They could very, very easily come out of the West. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he just needs to improve his defense a little bit, and and this would be a very easy decision. But um, I still – this is close, but I I might go Jokic. Yeah, the Nuggets are second seed, second seed in the West right now. Man, I – 
I don't know. I the, the reason I was saying all that stuff before I said Patrick Ewing is obviously the championship. I mean, the championship knock applies to both of them because Jokic has been in the league for shorter. But I don't know, man. Jokic just the numbers. He has such an all around game. Patrick Ewing is a far and away better defender. But offensively, dude, Jokic. Is, I mean, you're Ewing dropping a, a casual triple double like on any given night. He he'll probably put up a triple double. It's just we haven't seen someone like Jokic in such a long time. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know the the comparison. I say this to, to I do, I do want to say this, man. If you plug Jokic back in the nineties. I don't think he's doing what he's doing now. I think his numbers go down. I disagree. He's got a three. I I think that changes, I don't think that I think that changes style. teams. I don't that would change that, teams. You think Keem's going to be able to come out and guard this man, and then that'll free up the paint. Like I think teams would have to adjust to that. Okay, I don't think I don't think we can compare Hakeem to Jokic at all right now. I think Hakeem no, I'm not saying Hakeem, I'm Jokic for... alive. I'll, I'll be honest. I yeah. I do think that I'd like I to think see that... him get out of the paint though. That would be interesting. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. For sure. But I I think you put Jokic back and in those Jokic days. Jokic is of... just not good enough interior defender to to yeah, stand and... on his own in those days. Yeah. That the case of like the different pacing, I think Jokic <sighs> would actually do very well back then because he. I mean, he's not a very fast be more guy. Of a he four. does all this. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be more I, of a I four, can get behind that. It is a very it's so much more of a physical ten. game back then. I don't see Jokic taking taking a beating like every night, especially against <laughs> these guys like Hakeem, Ewing, like whoever you want to name, dude. I that would be a murder scene, man. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I have to agree, man. I, I just don't see yeah, you put him as a stretch four in the nineties. I think he could be very successful, but he's not a back-to-back MVP. No, no chance. Interesting, yeah. interesting way to look at it. Probably ends really. I think it depends where he ended up. Yeah. Um. Right away, I think like Boston, that would be an interesting place for him to be. Lakers, Nuggets back in the day, maybe. Oh, wait, Boston, Boston went in the eighties. Um, whenever you know Ewing's career, maybe in like that early '90s window. I know Bird was older, but I, I don't know, man. I just think there's some different times you could throw them in. It'd be an entertaining watch. Yeah, but I, I could see the because uh, he's not really very good defensively now. I, I could see why going into the '90s, th- that lack of defense would be alarming for sure. Um, yeah. But no, that's that Ewing was a that's a very good uh, name to bring into the conversation. Um, unless any of you guys had a better or worse player to propose, uh, we can hop right into who he played for and close it out. Yeah, that, that works for me. I don't have anybody else. So, all right, oh, I, 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 Luke looks excited. I, I'll let oh, him go man. first. Oh man, I'll let him. I'll let him go first. I I scoured. I scoured. I was sitting here with my dad. We were watching some whatever game was on earlier. I said, every time we do this, who he played for, Christian gets it within five seconds. Like I would money line, like I'm taking the money line for, for Christian's guessing. But for these two guys, man, I I I did a deep dive and I I'll just start it off. Let's let's go. Let's get let's get right into it. Who he who he played for. So oh man. Do I give the years? I, one no, of these guys. No, of, you don't. Okay. You want to know what? I, I guess I won't give the years, which 
I don't know. We'll, we'll <laughs> I'm see, hurting cause... myself by saying don't give Christian the years. All right, all right. So let's let's start off here. So this guy drafted by the Hornets. Um, he stayed there for a year. Um, he was then traded to the Trailblazers, and he played there for three years. Um, he was then traded to the Bulls for part of this season. And after that stint, I think he was probably waived. He signed with the Knicks for a year. Uh, the year after that, he signed with the Timberwolves for a year. Um, he was then traded to the Nuggets at the beginning of that year and signed back with the Bulls, where he was waived again after less than a month at oh, the end I... of that year. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's it's hard to not give you years because it makes it sound confusing. Anyway, I'm getting to the good part. He was then signed by the Nets, where he played four games at before being waived. <laughs> um, bro, I, like, did we do years last time? I, I'll be honest. No. I, I'll be honest. I can give the years after, but I, I'm getting to the good part here. So okay. after he played four games uh, with the Nets, he was waived. He then spent a year of his life over in um, Shanghai on the oh, Shanghai yeah. Sharks. <laughs> and he is currently, he was signed by the Celtics and currently plays for them now, which is uh, about. Oh, actually, I do know this. I do yeah. know this. I was oh. going to say the Celtics. It was three is the seconds. Only <laughs> Give me my money. I put my money on that, man. <laughs> I think I actually know this, and if it's not, then I'm wrong. All right, I, I have care. I have a backup, but oh I'll give you gosh. the years. I'll give you the years. All right, drafted. I'll try to make it not as confusing either. Oh, drafted yeah, this by the tracks. Hornets. This tracks. Yeah, drafted by the <laughs> Hornets, 2014. Back. Played there 2014 through 2015. Traded to the Trailblazers, or he played 2015 to 2018. Traded to the Bulls in 2018, which I don't even remember that. But anyway, uh, he was waived, signed by the Knicks 2018-2019. Next oh, year, yeah. signed with the Timberwolves 2019-2020. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> traded to the Nuggets at the beginning of 2020. Signed back with the Bulls. Bulls <laughs> tossed him in the trash. And then he signed with the Nets in 2021. Four games, tossed him in the trash. Stint with the Shanghai Sharks 2021, 2022, and he is now in the Celtics. Caleb, you're gonna be so mad at me, man. This guy, you know, you definitely know this guy. You you know this guy, but I the the middle stuff I included because I did a Wikipedia deep dive. I need to find (laughs) this is still such a random name, bro. Oh, yeah, Uh, it's I I can't even. The 2018 Bulls were like the worst team ever. That I, I'll I'll say this, okay. I remember him being on the Trailblazers 2015-2018. And do. now now he's on the Celtics. He's played this year. I'll give you a hint. He is a big man and he went to IU. Indiana University. Oh uh, that 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 drafted by the Hornets. I mean, I don't know. Is it one of the no, they went to Duke. Uh I don't have a guess. My guess is I don't think he played for the Bulls. So go ahead, Christian. It's our boy, Noah Vonley. <laughs> Noah Vonley. Gosh, I'm <laughs> never getting that. I did not know that he played for the Shanghai Sharks. But, hey, good for him. You know, there's good There's good things going on over there. That I is think. so 
garbage. <laughs> hey, well, I thought any of the years. I guess not. That's oh, crazy. Don't worry, I got an even better guy for later. But you guys can go ahead. All right, I got, I got a guy, and I'm starting to develop this, this, this habit of trying to get like the most out of a guy I can and get it by you guys. Does that make sense? Like the best player I can find and try and get you guys to not figure it out. Um, okay. Yeah. So that means nothing. So that I'm not even doing that guy right now. So it's that, that means nothing, but I guess you can remember it for the future. So, okay. So no, let me pull this up. This guy, and I'm not giving years until you guys ask for it, but originally drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, he spent a good amount of time there and then uh, went to Denver. Then he played for Golden State. Then he played for Miami. And then he played for Golden State, and he is not currently on the roster. Oh, sorry. He Also, before he went to Miami, he did spend time in Memphis as well, um, but he was way before the season started and then picked up by Miami. Has he been out of the league for just like a year? This is his first year out of the league. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. Man. So you said 76ers to the Nuggets. Nuggets to the Warriors? To the Warriors to Memphis for a preseason and then finished the year with Miami uh, and then closed out in Golden State. Oh, man. And he's not on a team this year? And he's not on a team this year. Oh, man. Jeez. This is tough. This one's tough. I don't know. What are the years? Drafted in 04 by the Sixers. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> no. Went to Denver in 2012. Uh, spent Golden State from 13 to 18. Memphis in 2019. Miami in 2019. Miami in 2020. And Golden State last year. Is it Iggy? Is that your final answer? It, it, it the Grizzlies stint. I feel like the Grizzlies stint. But he's on the Warriors this year. No, he's no. Uh, I oh, see him not. on the bench wearing his oh, outfits. I don't a, think he's on the yeah, roster he's, though. He's on the. I think he's a coach. No, or something. he yeah. said he came back. I saw him come out. I swear. Well, I think we all know who this player might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I was no, like, it is, I, is is I Iggy like, your final answer? Yeah, yeah, it's it's Iguodala. But that was a good. Well, one. I didn't have him on my radar because I, I did. If he's on the roster, my apologies, but I he has it's not listed on Basketball Reference, and he hasn't played a game or practiced. I don't think this year. So no, I've seen him on the bench, like wearing all like fancy. I thought I, I thought he was a coach. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was a coach. He yeah. basically was a coach last yeah. year. Yeah. He is ramping up from a left hip injury, and the Warriors have yet to pinpoint a target date for the veteran wing to make his 2022 2023 debut. Wow. wow. I thought he was out. My apologies. Sure. <laughs> I, I thought he was done, and he only played Jeez. 30 games last year for the, for the yeah. Warriors. So, yeah. How that, old that, is he, man? How old is he now? He's like 39. 39. Oh, no, 38. 38. Oh, he's so turning 39. Yeah, he's he's Udonis Haslam old. Yeah, I 2004. I was like, what? Yeah, it's uh, Finals MVP. Oh, that that's crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. Garbage. Um, 
Yeah, remember when he was I, in Memphis and he just didn't want to play? I think the team didn't like him. Like they they that's wanted true. him out of there. Yeah, that's yeah. why I got it. I was like, wait, Memphis? That's Iggy's the only guy. But geez, yeah. yeah, that was that was a good one. Thank you, thank you. No, uh, I'll list my guy, man. And it's yeah, he should be able to get him. But we'll see. Uh, he was drafted in 2008, 2009 with the Knicks. He spent two and a half seasons there. He got traded midway in the 2010-11 season to the Nuggets. And he stayed with the Nuggets until, I mean, he was there through 2016-17. And then he signed with the Clippers. He was the Clippers for two seasons. And then in 2019-20, I believe he was traded in the offseason to the Thunder. And then from there, he was with the Hawks for the past two seasons. And this season, he signed with the Celtics. I think I know it. All right, you're going to have to uh, go through that again, please. I kind of blanked. Um, you can go fast. Knicks 2008-9 stayed with the Knicks until 2010-11, which then he was with the Nuggets until 2017-18. He was with the Clippers, and for a year he's with the Thunder in 1920, uh, pandemic year, I believe. And then the last two seasons he was with the Hawks, and now he's currently with the Celtics. I think I might know it. Jeez, I'd be pretty Next impressed. Player. But like, it, you're definitely you know the name for sure. Both of you guys know the name. Is. No, I don't think Evan Fournier is not on the. That's who came to mind for me. <laughs> is he on the Celtics? I that I thought he was like on the Magic at some point. I I was Evan... thinking Evan Fournier, but Fournier is it that? E- no way, it's that easy. There's That's no not way. easy. What do you mean? He's like a career seventy-seven overall in two. <laughs> Yeah, he's all reliable. He's all reliable. Yeah. I I am going to do this. I'm going to point you guys in the right direction and say it is not Evan Fournier. Oh, yeah, geez. I didn't think it was. <laughs> the fact that we both thought of the wrong answer and it was the same. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Okay. Good shot. Knicks to the Nuggets. Knicks in what year? 08? Or 12. 2008-9 was when he got drafted to the Knicks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and in 2010-11, he went to the Nuggets and spent the majority of his career there. Gosh, dude, I don't know. I, I... can we get a can we get a position? Like a, Any of you actually a good hint. He tore his ACL with the Nuggets, and he tore his ACL this year. He's yet to make his debut for the Celtics. Oh. Tours ACL with the Nuggets. Last two seasons, he played good minutes with the Hawks. Wait, wait. Oh, the Hawks, though. No chance he was on the Hawks. The oh. Hawks. Surprise, you guys didn't see. He was... Definitely in the Trey Young playoff series. Definitely was getting minutes in that. What? Oh, man. Why am I thinking of Jared Dudley? 
Why am I thinking of Austin Rivers? Jeez, oh you guys are. <laughs> I am not on the right those. track. I am not on the right track. All right, he's man. a forward. He's he's a he's a forward. He's a small forward, power forward. Small forward. Can be at three or four. For the he's also not from the USA. He's a foreign player. Oh, that's why I can't think of him. I don't know those people. That's. Really? I think you do. I think you both do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, he's too young. It's not Chris Stops. No way. I can say it if you guys give up. Maybe one yeah, more final like answer. Bojan Bogdanovich? I don't know. <laughs> That's a great guess. I feel like it's like uh, kind of like that name, but I don't. I, Caleb? I, I, uh, we're going to guess. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't got Jakeem Noah. <laughs> he didn't even play for the Bulls. So. It is Danilo Gallinari. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that man just wow. slipped through the cracks. Dude. That was a good one. Jeez. Blast from the past. But he's yeah. with the Celtics? Yep. And he's with the Hawks? Yeah, he was he's with the, the Hawks. Hawks last Jeez, year, I yeah. forgot about that. He was yeah. the one guy. Slept through, he's man. that old? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been away for a long time. I, I, yeah, thirty-five almost. That's he doesn't look it, but he's old. Wow. wow. All right, is it, is it my turn, or is it? Luke's yeah, yeah. I think we can go one more time through. All right. Yeah, I got one All more right. guy. This guy, I'm, I'm pretty happy about this guy. So I will oh, preface: boy. he is also not on a team this year, but he was on a team last year. So, are um, you positive? I'm absolutely positive. I <laughs> okay. Okay. 97% positive because okay. I was pretty confident in Iggy being a coach. So, um, okay. Drafted by Philadelphia. I'm not going to do the years right away, but spent a good amount of time there. He then went to Atlanta for two years. He spent a season in Toronto, a season, two seasons with the Lakers, a season in Houston, and then three seasons with four seasons with the Clippers. Sorry. But then yeah, I know this is. He and then <laughs> that's just ridiculous, man. I, that's just ridiculous. All right, well, you spent, might as well start over with the years because I have no, yeah. I have no clue, man. <laughs> I got no clue. I was so confident. How do I get Iggy by you, and I don't get this one? All right, drafted <laughs> by the Sixers in 2005. Uh, he went to the Hawks in 2012. Went 2014, he went to the Raptors. 2016, he was with the Lakers. 2016, he also was with the Rockets. 2017 through 2020, he was with the Clippers. And 2020 and 2021, he was with the Hawks. So last year, he was with the Hawks. Oh, man. Why am I thinking of some old big man who played for Atlanta last He's year? He's not a big man. It's not a big uh, man. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I am lost in the sauce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you definitely know this player. Oh, you totally do. Drake mentions him in a song. That's Dude, a good hint. What are we doing? Drake I don't... mentions him in a song. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's actually help Luke. is that true? It is. It is. 
Especially when you hear that I'll give you the title of this. Why song, are you giving stuck. hints for my? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just okay, this well, guy's nostalgic. If I'm being honest, this is such a flex, man. <laughs> this guy's like, oh yeah, Drake Benson song. I know. <laughs> okay, well, if I'm being honest, I, dude, I'm, I'm. Uh, all right, I'll give you. I'll give. He's been in the league since 2005. He's played a career 1,123 games, and he's only started 122 times. Okay, so not a very good, kind of a solid bench guy. What was the name of the Drake song? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. It it is your guy. It is your guy. So, Lou Williams. Oh, no, I was going to say the song, Six Man. Wait, look. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I thought he was still hanging around or something. Because I thought of him at first. And I was like, yeah, even in the league right now. But I don't know. I'm sure he was. But geez, man. Lou Will. Yeah, he is not Six in the man league, like which... Lou Will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. No. Oh, that's... Oh, God, this I, game... I'm kind of surprised he's not in the league. Yeah. But yeah. Think... I'm sorry. That was that was crazy. <laughs> 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 okay, six man like Lou. Okay, that makes sense now. Okay, yeah, Christian, you're ridiculous. Anyway, I, I'm just gonna get on my player. If it's, you get it's, this it's guy, ridiculous. Man. If you get this guy, I, dude, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I just don't know. All right, let's let's start it off here. So, this guy was drafted by the Kings. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm just gonna give you the years because I'm confident. Um, oh, drafted by the wow. Kings in 2014. Played there for 2014-2015. Um, traded to the Sixers for through the 2015 to 2017 season. Okay, okay. He doesn't know <laughs> yeah, it's been teams. more than five seconds. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> he was then traded to the Nets, and he played there 2017-2018. Um, they waived him. He was signed by the Trailblazers uh, 2018-2019. And... 2019 season, he was traded to the Cavs. Don't know if he played very much there. Um, after that, he played overseas on, I can't pronounce this team, for the 2019-2020 season. And let me preface, he is he was also like on a team last year. He's in the G League now, but he was on a team last year. Whoa. Um, he, so after his overseas stint, he spent time with the Raptors and Nuggets G League teams in 2021. Um, he then signed a 10-day contract with the Heat 2021-2022, returned to the Nuggets G League team, and then in March of 2022, he signed with the Boston Celtics, which was the last team he played for. And I don't know if – I guess I'll give you this. This might throw you off, but after oh, you're that year – Oh, my God. After that year, traded to the Pacers and eventually waived. He didn't even play in Indiana. And he is currently on the Iowa Wolves G League team. This is so stupid, man. There's no way you I, know this. He spent I, half his career in the G League. Dude, if if I'm right. Uh, dude, I, I, I don't literally... have anybody else. But there's only a couple people I know in the G League that I, like follow, and he's one of them. Okay. Do you uh, have a guess, Caleb? The only guy I can think of right now that I know for sure is in the G League is Kenneth Fareed, and I don't think that's the right answer. Manimal was, yeah, he was an option. It is sure. not. It is not the Manimal. I'll give you that. So, no, I don't have an answer, Christian. 
Okay, I'll, for this. I'll... It, this game is so skewed, man. It's so skewed. <laughs> Me and Luke have to find. We have to dig so deep, I, dude. I to did. I to dug try deep for this. this that is so good, man. That I, is so I, good. I dug deep. I mean, I feel like when I think of this guy, at least his NBA career, maybe I remember him on the Sixers. Other than that, jeez. Hey, hey let me just make. Did he go to Michigan? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're. Uh, is we're, this Trey we're... Burke? That's no, a great. I, I, I'll give you another hint. He's he is a somewhat tall white guy, shooting guard, um, <laughs> known for his shooting. Christian got it for sure. Um, <laughs> so Michigan, Michigan stupid. product. I think he won like Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, he was drafted like I think he was drafted like eight over eight or nine overall by the Kings. Yeah, I. Um, I got He's up there with like the Ben. I thought initially it might have been Ben McLemore. That's exi- initially who I thought of because you said draft by the Kings, but he spent yeah. too long there. I, I I don't know. I go ahead, Christian. It's Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's like a sixty-five overall player. <laughs> I, I the know. only reason I knew the answer to this, I was waiting for him to say Celtics in the G League because I remember seeing he dropped like 70 on their like G League squad and then they promoted him. Oh, or yeah. so, He dropped 70 with somebody and I, he was on the Celtics and it was like a story. Just for and all the viewers. Pretty much like, oh. Just, yeah, just for all the viewers out there, you know, if you didn't know that Stauskas dropped 70 in the G League, I mean, that's common knowledge. Clearly, that's common yeah, knowledge. Yeah, everybody I mean, knows that. Everyone knows that, you know? Like, it, it's just common knowledge at this point. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I It's getting to the point where the only – like, I, I thought about maybe I take a guy who's been to every team in the league. At this point, I'm about to go for, go for guys who've been on two teams, and that's it. Like, <laughs> that's it. Oh, year, two Strat- teams. Strategy change. Yeah, yeah, this guy. I, I don't know, man. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Give him less to work with. I got him in football. I'm kind of, I'm kind of on a hot streak in football a little bit. Getting you with like random career backup safeties or D line. It's usually like one and one. I usually like ah. get one and lose one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Well, Who did I get last week? Chase Daniel. Like that was. Yeah, that uh, I, you didn't get the other people. I had for you so i don't even remember the other <laughs> but you remember yeah, it in the moment usually yeah, nba nba is just chalk it's it's impossible guys it's, I don't, it's, it's we'll keep trying for you guys but send in suggestions we might have to open it up to all time and just be like oh yeah, this guy was oh. drafted in 1975 by the uh washington bullets <laughs> <laughs> yeah that uh, would guys, be entertaining do you guys have any more i christian did you go twice already or only have one. Oh, what's this? Oh boy! Yeah, I oh, do have one more wow. guy for you guys, and then Gosh. we can cap it off. Um, oh, yeah, real quick, real quick. This guy was drafted in 2012-13. He was spent two years with the Nuggets, and then he was with the Magic from 2014-15 through 2021. And then, well, in 2020, 21, then he got traded to the Celtics for a year. And oh. in the last two seasons, he's been on the Knicks. Oh, I don't know it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to pull Christian. Uh, I was like, what? Uh, yeah. Jameer Nelson? <laughs> um, Luke, do you have an answer? 
Can you can you go through the teams real quick? Again? He's on the next right now. He was okay. with the Nuggets from 2012-13. Well, from 2012 through 2014. Then he's with the Magic up until like 2020. In the 2020-21 season, he got traded to the Celtics where he finished out the year. And then the last two seasons, he's been with the Knicks. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's not Jameer Nelson? Yeah, I'll rule that out. It's not Jameer Nelson. Why am I thinking of him? The, the teams yeah. somewhat follow. Yeah. Nuggets, Magic, Knicks. I think he, was, uh, he might have been drafted by the Magic. But, mm. man. Big. Oh, jeez. I think you guys are going to be very upset if you don't get this one. Of course we are. We always are, Christian. Yeah, we, we always are. This one especially. The Knicks. What year? Drafted by the Nuggets, sorry. That he's with the Knicks? With the Knicks. Uh, 2012-13. 2012. So, yeah, he's been in the NBA for 10 seasons, I believe. Oh, man. Long time magic player. I got to start studying for this, man. I really do, man. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Matt, oh god! I don't think of long time, like eight years with the Orlando Magic. Who yeah, does that's that? what's throwing me off, I dude. <laughs> and he's on the it's... Knicks now. Oh, Alfred Payton? There's no way it's Evan Fournier. There's no, no way. way. There's no way. There's no way it's, it's Evan Fournier. You said Alfred Payton. You said Evan Fournier. Is there any other answers you guys would like to throw off? Or would you like to lock in one? I think I need to lock in Evan Fournier. <laughs> I, dude, yeah, Evan, part two, Evan Fournier. Yeah. Did we yeah, guess Evan final Fournier? Answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guessed him earlier. You guessed him yeah. earlier. It is Evan Fournier. Let's go. That's such a good uh, If you guys... Like, if that snuck past, I, I brought the magic next thing. I was like, there's no way. Yeah, that, okay. That's the <laughs> magic. No I was like, way. okay. What, what guy has been on the magic for longer than three years? Like, that was like the only person I, I could think of. So, yeah. Oh, man. Alfred Payton. Wow. That track. Dude, I was just trying to think of magic players who went to the Knicks. Yeah, that tracks, man. Jeez. Oh jeez! Wow, what a, oh, what, a, what a segment! What, what a day! <laughs> what, what an world. NBA Tuesday! What a world we live in, man! That's just <laughs> oh boy, crazy. But yeah, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Send in suggestions for to try and stump the human encyclopedia because <laughs> we're trying and we it's can. not working. <laughs> it's we're trying our hardest, but. Um, if you've got some guy who played one career game, uh, send us the DM and, and we will hopefully stump Christian. But, you know, you never know at this point. So, um, as always, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, me and Christian will be back Thursday for our NFL Week 16 predictions. And um, yes, I believe Luke will be back next Tuesday, hopefully. Um, yes, sir. For NBA Tuesday again. And hopefully we have a little more around the league uh, updates more than, you know, guys we don't like scoring a lot of points. Yeah. So. Open for some um, trades, man. Yeah. Really yeah, would yeah. love a couple of trades. Yeah. yeah. Deadline is February 9th. Just FYI, it's coming up. It's creeping up. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Take care.